1: And I'm on. This is Doctor Billy Radio, M.D. I got Ken with me this morning. Good morning, morning, Doc.
2: How you doing, Dave?
1: Well, I got this allergy thing acting up, so if I sound a little raspy. You'll just have to put up with me. Buddy. <laughs> oh well. I, I
2: love say? your uh, music choice for the day.
1: Well, thank you. I, I picked that out myself.
2: I like the title.
1: The truth is just a lie. The truth is just a lie. You got that. Does right. that make all lies truths? Do You know what? It could be the inverse there. Yeah, very deep
2: questions for this morning, I guess.
1: (laughs) Very deep. We have some – by the way, I was at the post office yesterday and mailing out a couple of mugs to our winner last week. We were busy this week, so I didn't get to the post office until yesterday. But at any rate, there's these two guys, and they've got all these posters, these anti-war posters, Uh, don't let – Joe Biden stumbled into World War III and no war and all this and that and handed out flyers and, and uh, they even had a little tent stand there. So apparently uh, this is getting serious now when we have protests. Uh, I, I think that people are starting to take notice that we're headed towards World War III if we're if we don't get proactive here and kick the Russians out of the Ukraine. But that's just my opinion, buddy boy.
2: Well, you know, I'm kind of with. I, I don't. I don't believe these protesters know who Neville Chamberlain was, and they no, should learn.
1: They don't know, and uh, you know, giving giving things to thugs and 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 psychopaths and sociopaths it just encourages them to do more. Basically, you got to lock them up. Speaking of sociopaths, uh, how about Alex Murdaugh? What did you think of him? I thought he. Uh, was terrible on the stand i thought he he performed poorly and i didn't see one tear come out of his eye even though he looked like he was trying to fake crying there but uh he just told one lie after another (laughs) one juror apparently said afterwards that uh,
2: the crying that people were talking about was actually coming out of his nose
1: yeah i think that that was coming out of his nose not his mouth yeah so his allergies were acting up too well you know what is a sociopath and uh how does that differ from somebody who is a narcissist? You know who Narcissus was? No, I don't. Narcissus was the minor god in Greek mythology who loved himself so much that he he looked into a pond at his own reflection, and he starved to death. And uh, Echo was the woman who was in love with him, and she dove into the pond and drowned trying to get to him, so— That's who Narcissus was. He was very taken with himself. And, you know, narcissists have grandiosity with expectations of uh, superior treatment from other people and fantasies of power and success, Uh, being unique, superior, and associated with high status people, uh, needing continual uh, support and admiration from others, sense of entitlement, exploitative of others to achieve personal gain unwilling to empathize with others. You know, they just don't have that feeling and intense and envies of envious of others and the belief that others are equally envious of them. Believe it or not, pompous and arrogant demeanor. I've known a few of those.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I've been in show business long enough to have met a whole bunch of those.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're big in show business. That's for sure. Absolutely. And now the sociopaths, you know they're they're different. They don't have feelings. They're they fail to to conform to any social norms. Although they can be very uh, charming and deceptive, uh, they can uh, con you and repeat lying, use of aliases, or or trying to get something out of you uh, for their own personal profit and pleasure, impulsivity or failure to plan ahead. And that's not all sociopaths, but most of them have, you know, not much plan ahead in them. I think that Murdahl had some plan ahead in him, but he's probably a mix between these two. And, uh, you know, sociopaths are irritable and aggressive, uh, get into fights and and arguments and assaults. Uh, They don't care about the safety of others or themselves, for that matter, uh, until they get the death sentence and they're on death (laughs) row, but they care. Uh, so would,
2: would you say that the woman out in Iowa, I think it was Iowa, over the weekends, apparently she stabbed five of her kids, two of them died. Yeah. And she, would you say she's probably a
1: psychopath? No, I think she's probably psychotic. Mm. Uh, she's probably delusional, schizophrenic, but we'll have to see what comes out with the uh, investigation if you guys didn't hear that, because I think I'm having trouble getting the feed from the radio station out to the uh, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, Ken was talking about the uh, woman who killed three or four of her kids over the weekend out in, was it, Houston? I think. I'm not sure where it was, but... Yeah. Somewhere out there. And two of them survived. I think she got three or four of them. Or maybe she was just sick of taking care of them, you know. Well, drugs could have done that, too, I imagine.
2: Meth yeah, or something like drugs that. Drugs can make
1: you delusional, sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, sociopaths, psychopaths, they're consistently irresponsible, and apparently the kids were at least... To some degree, taken care of, uh, but the sociopaths they can't they can't maintain a consistent work pattern or honor any of their financial obligations. Nor do they feel they need to, and they have no remorse. Uh, so they actually a lot of them will get sexual pleasure out of hurting other people. And uh, the really bad ones, of course, are the mass murderers, the social uh, or the serial murderers who kill people, mostly women uh, to, uh, get some kind of a sexual gratification out of it. And, uh, it's, it's a really bad uh, disease, Ken. Uh, and can you get over it? Well, it's, it's possible, but, uh, it takes, it takes a real big desire to want to, and you have to have some insight into your behavior. Right. They may not even know their psycho I mean, that's just yeah, normal it's, for them yeah it's it's normal for them, and they're almost always abused kids uh and the the, the hallmark when I was coming through psychiatry rotations was uh and in, in childhood uh, fire setting bedwetting and cruelty to animals now the uh the psychiatrist and the psychologist don't talk about that much anymore because it's not politically popular um you know bedwetting and fire setting and cruelty to animals and polymorphous sexual behavior because, you know, now they want everybody to be polymorphous sexual behavior, you know. You know everybody's supposed to be bi or whatever, and uh, it's it's really kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. It, it's really it's really sad. I mean, you know. You, because you the know. people who are, it's a very small part of the
2: percentage of the uh, population.
1: Oh, yeah. Tiny. So you, you would think it was 20%, 30%. It's just a very small, uh, you know. You look at all the advertisements for HIV medications on t v now yeah I was talking with um with the infectious disease doctor at the hospital and i and i I said denise, how many HIV medications are there out there now twenty she said no there's thirty four or thirty six Can you believe that for a problem that really isn't that big i mean it's not it's
2: not that it's not serious if you have it but overall in the, in the whole look at the whole population as a whole it's a very small percentage
1: and you know they've got it now so these people can lead a, a normal life and uh, a lot of them can survive into old age with all these new medications they can almost completely eradicate the virus as long as they stay on the medications
2: it took them a long time to find the right balance but apparently it's working now so
1: well I think the one good thing that's come out of this is it's helped with uh, the development of other antiviral drugs and uh, we know that the Paxlovid has the old antiviral uh, kicker in it uh, that uh, helps the helps from breaking down the one that's active against the covid virus so that that's I mean there are some good things that have come out of this and uh, but uh, you can't talk about sexual behavior anymore I mean it's just it's ridiculous uh, I, I don't know how we got to this point, but uh, I mean, I, I do and I don't intellectually I do, you know, because I lived through this. I watched the psychiatrist evolve and I was talking with some of my psychiatrist friends back in the 1980s. And I said, why is all of a sudden is homosexuality going from a disease process to a lifestyle choice? And they said it's p- political. It's politi- there were so many gay guys going into psychiatry that the, the politics of it uh, changed. <laughs> but, really? Yeah, and, and uh, I guess if you are good enough at recruitment, then you can swamp a, an industry or a profession or a political party with with your, your kind, and uh, you, you get some money, you can campaign, and uh, that's what's happened. So the
2: the truth is just a lie.
1: Yeah. Now it's, now it's just a lifestyle choice and we're not, uh, we're not really in, in, in the loop anymore. We're kind of being marginalized as old fuddy duddies.
2: I was going to say, it sounds like we're getting old. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I guess there's going to be changes no matter what, but uh, uh, I think that not all changes for the good. a lot of people think change is good. Any change. I guess I never, they figure it's growth, yeah. But I never, I never understood that. I mean, look at even our generation, my generation
2: anyway, my my parents were, you know, not too happy with the Beatles and all those guys cuz they all had long hair. And now That's, I want to grow my hair long this uh, the end of society.
1: Well, I think that the the problem with with the rock groups in the 60s and 70s is that they were uh promoting drug use and uh, that, you know, in a sense corrupted the uh the youth of society, and it did. A lot of people fell into the drug habit That's because true. that never got out. Yeah. No. But anyway, I don't probably. think the long hair bothered my parents as much as uh, as the uh, – I would. I don't want to say antisocial behavior. I would say that the lifestyle that, that a lot of the rock stars led, and uh, there, of course there were a lot of narcissists in there, and they thought that they were entitled to do whatever they wanted. Sure, John Lennon thought the Beatles were more, you know, important than Jesus.
2: He he, he walked that back later on, but he did say it.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't think I'm more important than Jesus, but he can work his side of the street and I'll work mine. There you go. There you go. So we'll work two different sides, metaphysical and physical. And uh, that's okay. You know, people want to believe in Jesus. I'm, I encourage them if it gives them hope and faith and uh, meaning and purpose, then they need to do that. And I was talking with one of the guys in the lunchroom years ago, and uh, I, he he said he still went to temple. He's a Hindu. And uh, I said he, he was wondering if he should keep going. And I said, well, Nick, uh, if you found out definitively, I mean, irrefutably tomorrow that there was no God and that the universe was just all one big infinite pool of uh, subatomic particles. And we kind of evolved out of that. Would you change your behavior? And he said, probably. I said, you keep going to temple, bud. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> you know, Because you need those morals and values. And if you can't come up with those internally or externally and then internalize them in a way that, that is rational, then uh, you're going to have a hard life. You're going to end up doing things that are morally uh, wrong and reprehensible.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So you know, there are ten commandments. Good advice, Doc. I tell you, it's good advice.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, a lot of the uh, the ten commandments are universal in in, in all religions. Um, there's about seven or eight different things that seem to come up in every society, whether they're isolated uh, uh, tribal societies in the Amazon or whether they're uh, you know big countries like China and the United States. There are uh, a handful of of moral wrongs that uh, are universal and so that tells me that there's something innate in humans and I think Immanuel Kant the uh, the uh, the great uh, eight, late 18th century philosopher he had the uh, categorical imperatives and he he said that uh, that morals and values I think I'm I may be misquoting him but he said that they they were a priori that they existed whether we existed or not just like the laws of nature exist that there are some basic morals and principles uh, and and logical uh rules that exist whether humans or any other intelligent being exist. And that that's similar to what we say about uh, the laws of gravity and the laws of math and the laws of physics. They exist whether there's anything there for them to uh, oversee or not. Now maybe that's God. Maybe that is the the ultimate uh higher power. And I think that as long as you accept some kind of higher power, uh, that you'll be okay. But if you don't, then you're going to become a narcissist. Uh, you're going to drift into sociopathic behavior. And uh, like I keep saying, the the time to get in there and intervene with these guys is when they're pre-K, when they're preschool, when they first start going to kindergarten or nursery school or whatever. Uh, that's when we need to get in there and, and screen them and get into these households and these families. Just like this woman down in in Houston who killed her kids. I mean, did did anybody uh, see the warning signs? Did anybody get in there? Did you know you you have to be proactive in this. Uh, you can't do it after the fact.
2: I mean, there, you can't. there's still kind of a taboo about mental health, though. Nobody wants to admit it. Nobody wants to do anything about it. They don't have to.
1: Yeah, that's the problem, and, and and it's come so far, Ken. There's so many good drugs out there, and so much good help available that it's just uh, it's just sad that people aren't taking advantage of that. It, you know, it's 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 like uh, vaccinations now. You I know, mean, I think that um, I had that uh, a little bit of that sociopathic streak in me when I was a kid because I was a little bit abused, and uh, you know, I was bedwetting and. Fire-setting and and a little cruel to animals and uh, getting in fights and getting thrown out of kindergarten and nursery school and that sort of thing, but I think that if you if you want to get better and you have insight and you realize you know what I'm not being accepted by my peers, then you start altering and amending your behavior. But you got to have some insight. You got to be able to see that what you're doing is not working. Not everybody can do that, especially if they're extremely abused. You know, they're Then they turn off all emotion and all insight, and they don't care anymore. You end up That's, in a gang, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad, too. And I, I think a guy like uh, Murdaugh, I think that he was a bad mix of both uh, uh, narcissism and sociopathy. He uh, or he is. He's still alive. And you know, the jury did not really uh, go much on what he said. They went on on the data and on the i guess his son had had uh, taped on his cell phone or some device had taped the conversation when he was there before uh, the the murders and so he would have would have put him in that in that uh, barn area or wherever he was right at the time of the murders and so in a sense his son who he killed had spoke from the grave and that's what the jurors looked at and they also went out to the house um, or the farm or the whatever it was uh, and, and by the way, do you know it was the defense that wanted to go out there and have an on-site visit for the jury? And it, it backfired on them because the jurors looked at that and said, oh, yeah, now we see exactly how, he, how <laughs> it happened. Now we understand. And one juror said, you know, I, I could understand how the first shot was was uh, level, and then the second gunshot wound to his son was from below because there was a step over into the the part of the barn that his son was shot in. And he, he stumbled and fell and shot from below. <laughs> so they were like <laughs> – you know, and, and one juror said – they said, what about – one of the uh, reporters said, what about his tears, his crying? He said, I was two feet away from him. I was in the jury box, and, you know, the jury box and the uh, testimonial box, uh, they were just a few feet away from each other. He said, there were no tears. There were no tears whatsoever. So – any rate. He, he thought, you know, he I think he
2: he was kind of like those guys who used to go on 60 minutes thinking I can beat Dan rather. I'm going to take this guy. Their yeah. egos just take control and he thought I can fool the jury, I can fool the judge, I can fool everybody.
1: Well, I think that's uh that th- that's a hallmark of both uh narcissists and sociopaths. Is they think they're the smartest person in the room. And you know what? They're not. They're not. They get. They they trip up, and uh, not all of them get caught, uh, and, and not all of them are actually doing uh, horrible things. I mean, you may have a sociopath who has some control over it and uh, doesn't really care what he does to other people but doesn't want to get caught. But they don't like being presented with the facts. No. And, well, they want to distort them.
2: Yes. Twist yeah. them. Or yeah. as we say in this business, you know, you uh, spin it.
1: You spin it. That's right. You spin it.
2: But it's hard to spin things in court.
1: Um, Well, uh, there are people who get away with it, but uh, if it hadn't been for that recording on his son's cell phone, he probably would have gotten off. Now he's going to do two life terms, and I guess he'll be up for parole when he's, what, 150 years old? (laughs) Right. I don't think he's going to make it that long. No. And a lot of these guys die early in prison. I don't know why they die in their 60s and 70s. I, I don't know if it's because they don't take care of themselves or they have some underlying pathology. And uh, when I worked at uh, Jackaranda Nursing Home, they would get prisoners from the state who were now demented from the state prison and uh, who were not considered a threat, uh, no longer a threat. And, you know, there were murderers and child molesters and rapists and uh that really were pretty flat emotionally. It was fascinating to see. Now Epstein
2: killed himself. Was he? Um, you think part of this as well? He afflicted with some of this, I imagine.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know if he killed himself. I think. Well, no. I think Clinton's got to. It. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want him speaking, but uh, yeah, he he had some of that. And Epstein, as you recall, was the guy that was uh, recruiting the teenage girls to come to his island, and have parties and fun of course they all uh, once they got older they all said they were abused and all this and that not one of them ever said well yeah i kind of actually thought it'd be fun so i
2: went
1: Yeah, yeah but you know that and and you can be a sociopath and be a female too you can be a narcissist and be a female too so it's not just the guys well get help if you think you are please yeah, yeah. If if you're having trouble adjusting to society, there's plenty of help out there. There's plenty of help, Ken.
2: Yeah, because you got to fit in. Otherwise, we'd have chaos if we were all doing what we wanted to do whenever we wanted to do it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the that's the big argument against uh, against the left's movement right now. Is they they want everybody to be able to do what they want to do, and at the same time, they want to control the rest of us uh, who disagree with them. And they also want to redistribute the wealth and, uh, they want to take property and take goods and try to make something out of it that, that, that you can't, you know, you can't, uh, you can't, uh, you can't take from a producer and give it to a consumer who doesn't give you anything back. I mean, that that's not going to work. All right, and so at any rate, we'll move on from there. So China's going to increase its defense spending by 7.2% this year.
2: Is that a large increase for them or a small? I'm not sure.
1: I, I think that's a large increase because, you know, we have the largest budget at 20%. I think theirs is maybe a 10%. So they're going to try and catch up to us. They're on their way. We better do something, bud.
2: Well, we've known this for a long time, so, you know, yeah. I'm, I, we got to – we don't want to be fighting in Taiwan and uh, Ukraine at the same time. But if I were China, that's what I would do.
1: Yeah, and I think that I would uh I would certainly challenge the United States and see if you could do something to uh to back them down and make them not want to uh take a, take them on, you know. Uh, well, uh, I I've, I've been reading
2: that our stocks of uh, weapons are getting low now. Not not critically low, but low.
1: Yeah, I don't. You know who knows? They're, they're, it's this administration is just asleep at the wheel. Meanwhile, Trump was at the at the CPAC. CPAC is that right? Yeah, I, that I, I missed the speech last night. How was it? Did you see it? Uh, just a little bit of it. Oh, you know, he was his usual self. He was going after him, and he got the straw poll vote over sixty percent. And DeSantis was second with twenty percent. Now, of course, that's the base. That's the hardcore. So I don't know how that will play into a general election, but he has a good chance of being uh, nominated again. And he said the best revenge is to nominate me. <laughs> <You
2: know? laughs> I don't know. I don't know how um, that. I'm, – I'm actually surprised that DeSantis got 20% at that particular event.
1: Yeah. I'm, well, I think that he's a fairly popular guy, and uh, I think he has the ability to win the White House if he's nominated. We'll see. I don't know if he'll be nominated or not. I think Nikki yeah. Haley spoke, but she was not that inspiring. One of the problems with Nikki Haley is that she reads. She looks down and she reads from her notes. Use the damn teleprompter. Yeah, it's really distracting. You know, I think that you have to look right into the audience's eyes, and uh, you can put your speech on the teleprompter. I got a teleprompter now, so I'm I'm looking straight ahead. The, the camera actually sees through it, Ken. It's pretty cool.
2: Yes, it does. It's like a mirror kind of thing. Yeah. Like a one-way mirror.
1: So here's here's a couple of good attorney things. Attorney. So, sir, she had three children, right? Witness, yes. How many were boys? Witness, none. Attorney. Were there any girls? Witness, your honor. I need a different attorney.
3: I a new attorney.
1: And then here's another one. Attorney. How was your first marriage terminated? Witness by death. And by whose death was it terminated? Witness, take a guess. (laughs) That's
2: right. Check your reviews before you hire the attorney, you know. (laughs) Well, Doc, it's time for a question, I think. Oh, my. We're getting pretty close to the uh, break here, so let's do a question. This is for uh, two, Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs. Two. Dr. Bill, your Radio MD coffee mugs up for grabs. If you're the first person, at 877-969-8600 to answer this question. Again, it's 877-969-8600. We started with a piece of music today. I'm going all the way back. The question always is, it deals with something from the first part of the show, and I'm going all the way back to when we started with the music. Uh, we said what the name of that song was, and uh, just wondering if anybody can... Remember it if you can, be the first question, be the first answer to answer that, be the first person to answer that question at eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred and you will get those mugs. Is that not true, Doc?
1: That is true. And uh you know one one of the attorneys said, Is your appearance here this morning pursuant to a deposition notice which I sent to your attorney? No, this is how I dress when I go to work. <laughs> 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 We're having fun here this morning. Hey, by the way, I'm at 877. No, I'm not at 877. 7, no, you're
2: I'm at 877-969-867. 7, 7, 9, 9, yeah, I'm at 727
1: 384 727 384 And we are doing a radio show. We'll be right back. I am Dr. Bill, your radio MD.
2: Right, you are.
0: Here's the latest from the Answer News Center.
3: With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. China's government has set this year's economic growth target at about 5% as it tries to rebuild business activity following the end of coronavirus controls that kept millions of Chinese people locked down in their homes for long periods of time. Chinese leader Xi Jinping says this year's official priority is an economic revival based on consumer spending after growth sank to 3% last year, its second lowest level since the 1970s. At least 70 people died in last week's shipwreck in Italy's Calabrian coast. The tragedy highlights a lesser-known migration route from Turkey to Italy, for which smugglers charge around 8,000 euros per person. And Amazon is pausing construction of its second headquarters in Virginia, following the biggest round of layoffs in the company's history and its shifting plans around remote work. This is SRN News. 60 The Answer.
0: Listen on our website, TheAnswerTampa.com. 93.7 FM. W229DJ Dunedin. By downloading the Answer Tampa app or on TuneIn
1: or Odyssey. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical. Located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete. 727 384 6411. 727 384 6411. Full service clinic with X ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, Home of Can Care, 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. Dr. Bill here. With social distancing and sheltering in place, telemedicine is here. Bay Area Medical, Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients. You can see me without an office visit. Schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411. Four one one seven two seven three eight four six four one one. when it's time for your appointment type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser doxy.me forward slash bay area med A cell phone works well and is all you really need
0: the latest from AccuWeather at the top and bottom of the hour. Only on AM 860, The Answer.
1: Today, left we'll times of clouds and sun with a high 84. Tonight, warm with skies clearing, the low be 69. Tomorrow, partly sunny with a brief shower or two, the high be 85. Tomorrow night, clear to partly cloudy and warm with a low 69. On Tuesday, mostly sunny with a passing shower and a high 83. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high 87. That's your Accurate of the Forecast. I'm Garrett back for AM860. The
2: answer.
1: And we're back. I'm Dr. Bill. i got Ken with me today, and we're doing a radio show here. And uh, I'm not sure that your your side of the broadcast is getting out on. on uh, Facebook or YouTube. I'm going to have to investigate that. I might have to buy a new mixer here. Oh my, hope not. Anyway, I'm going to, I've tried to hire somebody to, to monitor my show, but I haven't found anybody yet.
2: Well, I can't do, I'm too busy doing it, so I can't help you there.
1: No, you can't help me, but uh, <laughs> apparently
2: I can't help send anybody a mug either.
1: No, you can't. Nobody answered, huh?
2: Nobody got the correct answer. Oh my! And I even played it just before we went to the com- to the news. There, the truth is just a lie. The name of that song, which is what oh. we were looking for, for two Doctor Bill mics today. Nobody wins, so better luck next week. Eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. Next week will be the phone number as well. So write it on down.
1: Well, you know what? That'll save me ten dollars and fifty cents <laughs> because that's how much it is to mail those damn things out. No <laughs> kidding. Yeah, they cost you know they cost me a couple of bucks a piece, so. They're it's like double the cost of the mugs to mail them out, only because I love you guys. Well, we so, can
2: have people come by and pick them up too if they want to.
1: Yeah, they can always come by. Well, if they come by, then they need to sign up for the for the practice, and uh, we need to do a physical on them and get a little cash out. <laughs> That's of them.
2: what I'm thinking. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm I'm all for it.
2: Hardest part of sales getting people to the front door. S-
1: we have them sitting out in the in the waiting room, Ken. So. You know, if you're a new patient, you can grab a mug. Yeah. And give that number again, Doc. 727-384-6411. 727-384-6411. So i got a couple more quick attorney jokes. By the way, these are real – these are honest-to-God courtroom attorney uh, witness interactions. Attorney, doctor, how many of your autopsies have you performed on dead people? witness? (laughs) Witness, all of them, the live ones, put up too much of a fight. (laughs) Uh, Attorney, do you recall the time that you examined the body? The uh, witness, the autopsy started at eight thirty p.m. Attorney, and Mister Denton was dead at the time. (laughs) Witness, if not, he was by the time I finished. (laughs) I love it. You gotta love this. So at any rate, I was going to talk about uh, the uh, the uh, Takotsubo broken heart syndrome, which is a type of uh, of heart attack, and it's a, it's an an uncommon type, and it's without blocked arteries. Now, Ken, the the heart muscle is it's a muscle, so it has to have blood and food and oxygen and all that, and it gets there by the arteries that come off of the big aorta, the big uh, big artery coming out of the heart and then it goes back down into the heart muscle and feeds the muscle. And that's how the the muscle lives. The the heart muscle is unique in that it can use not only sugar as energy, but it can also use fats. It can use amino acids. It can use ketones. And and this is is unique in the human body. So it has uh, the ability to function even in times of uh, no sugar or in times of low fat or whatever. So at any rate, To have a heart attack or a myocardial infarction, by the way, myocardial infarction means, myocardium means heart muscle, infarction means death. So heart muscle death, uh, almost always, about 98% of the times, this is from blocked arteries. And then part of the heart doesn't get blood and it it dies and you have a heart attack. Or if you don't get to see the doctor in time, you, you have dead tissue. If you get in early and you get a stent put in or have bypass surgery, um, it'll come back, but uh, with Takosubo, which is named after uh, the trap uh, that the fishermen use in Japan to cap capture uh, octopus uh, you know that's a big delicacy in the orient uh, it's a It's a type of trap that has a, a neck in the lower half of it, and then the bottom balloons back out and that's what happens with the heart in this syndrome uh, the the blood flow or the food distribution is disrupted at the at the apex of the heart, which is the part at that is at the bottom, you would think the apex would be at the top. But remember that the heart is shaped like a football with the top cut off. So we refer to the bottom of the heart as the apex. Um, and uh, that balloons out because there's uh, damage to the tissue. Most people recover from this and it's uh it's it's a fascinating phenomena it's caused believe it or not by emotional stress Uh, we also see it in drowning victims who survive and it's more common in middle-aged women Uh, go figure and we think that it's related to a massive outpouring of uh, adrenaline-like substances from the brain are stimulated by the brain and and that this affects the uh, microvasculature and the uh the uh metabolism of food and oxygen by the heart so it's it's a pretty unique phenomena i've uh, diagnosed one in my career and seen a few others that other people have diagnosed uh so it's it's an uncommon phenomena uh, but it, it's uh, certainly one that we have to consider and you have all of the markers of uh, of a heart attack can you have elevated heart enzymes when the heart tissue dies or is damaged it'll leak out certain enzymes and we can measure those and that's how we decide whether or not you've had a heart attack in part it can also have ekg changes as you know that's the electrical conducting activity of the heart that looks exactly like a heart attack and uh it it has uh, chest pain. It has uh, uh, heart failure. It can have all of the markings of a, of a of a heart attack from a blocked artery. Pretty cool.
2: And this is treated with a stent?
1: No, 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 no. The arteries are wide open. They're wide open. This is microscopic damage. Mm. Uh, this is not not. So what what happens is we take these people to the cath lab and we we uh, squirt the dye into their coronary arteries and they're wide open. And amazingly, they don't have the risk factors for a heart attack that most people do. They don't have high blood pressure. They don't have diabetes. They don't have high cholesterol, not smokers. All the things that we think of as risk factors for for coronary artery disease are not there, and their arteries are wide open. The treatment is mostly symptomatic, and uh, most of them get better over two to three weeks.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's just got to get through those first... Yeah. Two to three
1: weeks, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you've got to treat the heart failure and you've got to treat the, uh, uh, the emotional distress and you've got to treat the uh, adrenergic, the epinephrine, the adrenaline-like uh, influence on the heart. We can give you beta blockers, which will block the uh, adrenaline influence on the heart. We can give you ACE inhibitors, which help with the heart failure. And uh, a lot of times it'll come back to normal. And the patient that I had diagnosed, it still sees me and she's doing fine, doing fine. Mm-hmm. And here's some of the triggers. Morning of the death of a loved one, bad financial news, legal problems, natural disasters, motor vehicle accidents, uh, exacerbation of chronic medical illnesses not related to your heart, or new diagnosis of uh, significant medical conditions, surgery, intensive care unit stays uh, use or use of or withdrawal from illegal drugs and drowning near drowning hmm. fascinating huh
2: this just is unique to the heart brain doesn't have anything like this at all
1: no nope, right not that we know of I mean, maybe my brain does, but it comes back. <laughs> well,
2: I've always wondered, because my dad died a month before my mom. And I was always wondering if it was somehow related to just the stress of my father dying that took her life a month later.
1: And and I think that that's probably something that's been undiagnosed until the past 20, 30 years when we discovered this syndrome, that uh, that does happen to people. They die within a short period of time of, of their spouse or their significant other uh, because of the emotional stress, and they probably have uh, – a uh, Taco Subo heart attack.
2: Well, technically, she said they said she died of a stroke. So you know they obviously know what they're doing.
1: Who are they? Doctors. What kind of doctors, anyway? Pe-
2: people from? doctors.
1: I want the whole story.
2: <laughs> I think they were. Uh, I think that was Northwestern Memorial Hospital in Chicago.
1: Oh well, that's Chicago. Who knows up there what's going? That's on? That's a pretty good hospital, is it? Is it? Yeah. one? All right, I believe you. If you tell me it's a good one, I believe you.
2: I would trust them, sure.
1: Do you trust yourself, though? That's the question.
2: No. That's why I've got you backing me up. Oh, I'm here? <laughs> Medically, yes, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Mentally, though.
2: In fact, I'll be seeing you again Thursday, I think. Uh-oh. I think it's
1: the 9th. I'll be in there. Did you hear that there was another train derailment in Ohio? Yeah, what's going on? I don't know. Is it- I wonder if there's uh, maybe some sabotage going on. Uh, you got to wonder about this, but the government's not saying. I, d- I didn't hear anything about that in New Palest- Palestine, Palatine, whatever it was, and I would guess that people were pretty close there. They would have heard a, an explosion before the big train derailment. I think that was something on the track, wasn't it, a, a semi or something?
2: I'm not sure what it was. I haven't heard yet. So,
1: But this Ohio one, I don't know what caused it. Uh, they have hazmat there, so apparently they're being more responsive. They got there right away. And then we had the one down in Manatee County. Did we? Yes, we had one in
2: Manatee County, I think, last week. The, the two, uh, more than two cars, a bunch of cars came off, but two were filled with propane. And they were very worried about, though. They they managed to write them without any problems. But, yeah, it just seems like everywhere you turn now, you've got trains coming off the tracks.
1: Well, we're going to have to do something about that, bud.
2: Well, the infrastructure of the railroad industry apparently not real good.
1: Yeah, I, I think that that uh, we need to improve the infrastructure, and, and you know, Trump tried to do that, and the Democrats blocked him because they wanted the the uh, the credit for it. And now they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're spending money on uh, on uh, on electric cars and not on the infrastructure that is actually keeping us up and running. I mean. I, you know, there's a, a handful of electric cars in the doctor's lot, but uh, that's rare. I mean, there's maybe maybe four or five guys have an electric uh, vehicle, and I'm one of them. But uh, you, you got to have, have
2: the right lifestyle. You can't be driving, you know, 100 miles a day.
1: Well, not only that, you got to have the money. I well, mean, yeah, <laughs> it's still true. ridiculously expensive. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. You'll like this. So these two guys, young guys, they. Follow this man home, and and he goes to get in his garage, get out of his car, and they come up and they they uh, they want to take his car. One of them has a, a pistol with a big magazine on it, and you know they're threatening to kill him. And they said, "Give us the keys, give us the keys." And then one of the guys grabbed his backpack out of the back of his car and started running. Guess where the keys were? <laughs> in the backpack. <laughs> So then the guy starts chasing the kid with uh, with the backpack, and uh, the guy the kid behind him starts shooting, and the guy that was or the kid that had the backpack dropped it, and the other kid took off after that. And so they I don't know why these guys can't figure it out, they you know these electric cars and the new cars you don't have to have your key in the ignition you don't have to have it in your pocket it just has to be in the car somewhere exactly but don't tell them that. <laughs>
2: I tell him that. I saw a video not too long ago of a guy who was filling up his car with gas. I I loved this. He was filling his car up with gas, and all of a sudden, the van pulled up right next to him. The big the side doors opened up, and three people jumped out, coming to get him. So he took the he took the nozzle out of the car and started spraying them all with gasoline. <laughs> sprayed it into the van. Man, you never saw people flee so fast in your life.
1: And then I guess he uh, tried to throw a match there,
2: huh? Uh, I, I would have. <laughs> Here's my yeah. lighter, boys. Enjoy.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I never thought of that. Well, now I can't do that anymore because well, I mean, then you're
2: you got an electric car now.
1: Yeah, I got an electric car. Well, I don't know what to do. Come Try. at me,
2: and I'll shock you.
1: Yeah, you I could give them the old. Zzz. That's right. <laughs> but you know those stupid chargers; they don't work unless they're plugged into your car. They have some kind of a computer interface, and it'll lock it into your your charging port, and then uh, and then after it's locked in, then it tells the uh, Charger that everything's okay. You can start pumping the electricity.
2: Is that individualized to cars? I mean is there code that you have to put in there so you can use it and nobody else can't? Uh,
1: No Uh, The if you have the app So so like the app that I have is shell Uh, Shell has a charging station Has actually has four charging stations at the hospital Two in the doctor's lot and two out in the front and uh, I rarely see anybody out in the front charging but at any rate, it, there's a code on the uh, there's a barcode or a, a UPC portrait code on the on the uh, on the charger that you can f- use your phone app to to get it with, or you can punch in the number uh, of the station and uh, it'll tell you if it's online or not, if it's working, and then you plug it in and then you push uh, start charging, and then when you're done, you push stop charging, and it'll let go of your of the um, charger. And you can get away with your car.
2: So you just—is this just build your credit card? Somebody, you got to pay for it somehow. I imagine.
1: Well, I, it's a pay through taxes, dude. But right oh. now, a lot of this is being subsidized by the government, so we get it for free at the hospital.
2: Ah, okay. Well, that won't last forever.
1: So. No, that won't last forever. So I charge every time I can, and I actually bring my golf carts and my, you know, my spare batteries and everything, and bring them over there and well, charge. Well, why not?
2: Sure, it's free. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey did you hear about greater idaho movement to absorb rural oregon counties um, i did not know this was going on i guess there's something in the idaho legislature and some of the counties in eastern oregon want to break away from the rest of oregon and become part of idaho and uh, one of the uh, left-wing democrats warns that this isn't going to fly and we'll fight it and uh, the senate uh I guess he's a Senate Democrat in in Idaho, but, you know, that would be pretty interesting to see if uh, several counties could secede from a state.
2: Yeah. Can you secede from a state and move to another state? That's interesting.
1: You know, I I don't know the legal answer. I'll have to research that and get back to you on that, but uh, I guess it's possible, but I think it speaks to the the, uh, intense division there is in the country between the left and the right. I mean, if you want to secede from your state and join another state that's that's pretty serious in my opinion well i think back home
2: where i'm from half of illinois would join indiana if they could the lower half the bottom half of illinois if it could would just attach itself to indiana
1: oh yeah it's all republican from chicago and down oh yeah i think it's uh and it's uh, that's the problem with these big city states like chicago and uh Illinois and, and New York, New York, is you have these huge cities that are overwhelmingly democratic, and they are so much of the population that they really are out of touch with what goes on in the rest of the state. And they don't care. Yeah, they don't understand. They don't realize where their food comes from until it stops. They don't realize that if you don't uh, protect property rights, there'll be no property to, to grow food on. And uh, if you don't protect mineral rights, then you won't have. Um, minerals for making things and cars and and, uh, electricity fuel you need all those things and to say that well we're we're not affected by that because we live in new york city and we have a subway system well something has to power that subway system ken that's right well now i heard one guy talking i was on a cruise or not actually a cruise it was a national park service boat we were going out to uh Isle Royale, which is the least visited national park in the United States. It's in in Lake Superior, and it's just about 5, 10 miles from the Canadian border. So it's in the northwestern part of of Lake Superior, which is a huge body of water, Ken. It's the largest surface area lake in the world. You get out there, and you think you're in an ocean. At any rate, so this guy comes up to me, and he starts talking to me, and uh, he starts talking about why do we have – Interstates in 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 Montana uh, and uh, Wyoming and all these sparsely populated states. Why is all this money being spent here? And I was like, well, dude, where are you going? How are you going to get your 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 produce to market? I mean, you got how are you going to get goods around if you don't have interstates and roads? How are you going to move troops if you need to have a, a quick response? And but that there's this this crazy idea that uh, we don't need all of this infrastructure. The hell we don't. <laughs> We need it.
2: We need it and we need it repaired mostly.
1: We need it in working order and we need it now. We yeah. need it last year. And this is the same nonsense that we saw before the, the two world wars in the twentieth century is that people said, Oh, we don't need all this stuff. We're not going to go to war near. We're not gonna we don't need that. We're not gonna have a recession or a great depression. We're not gonna have a famine. We'll be able to take care of ourselves. Oh no. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's happened.
2: That's right. That's why those protesters should read their history books.
1: Yeah, well, that's the problem. A lot of people just don't want to study history, Ken. And I've heard this from a lot of people say, oh, I was always bored in history. I always fell asleep in class or, you know, was writing notes with my friends and that kind of thing.
2: That's too bad. That's too bad. It's a learning opportunity.
1: It is. And uh, it's a way to stay connected to the world, to people around you and to other cultures. And uh, I, I think it's it's really a pity because I see this in my own family, that they they don't travel, they don't know history, they don't know anything. And so all of my family, most of my family uh, are left-wing loonies. They just don't have any idea. They have no idea. And that's too bad. And uh, I don't really feel part of that family anymore, which is sad. I was going to say
2: that's very sad, Doc.
1: That is sad. It's it's too bad. Yeah. At any rate, so we've got these derailments. We've got uh, uh, cancer concerns now in the new Pal- Palestine, Palestine, however they pronounce it. I'm not quite sure how real these threats are, but, boy, the lawyers are going to make a lot of money, Ken. Did anything
2: leak? What did what leak? Did anything leak out there? i don't remember Uh, what the
1: big the big thing is the vinyl chloride which Ah, okay that's right
2: they had the the gas cloud yes
1: yeah we know that's carcinogenic but it's it's diffused pretty rapidly and uh, that's the uh, that's the precursor of polyvinyl chloride which is pvc which is one of the plastics that we use which is very stable and very safe and uh, but uh, the vinyl chloride which is uh, liquefied gas I guess that's how they transport it uh, that can be a, a real big problem that will burn, of course, because it's a hydrocarbon. So you take that and some oxygen, throw a match in there and kind of like those guys at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I don't know what the long-term impact is going to be. Um, certainly there's an element of hysteria, but there's also probably an element of truth that a few people will be affected by this. But I, you know, I've talked about this before, the like the Agent Orange Uh, in in South Vietnam or in Vietnam that there were a lot of lawsuits back in the 70s and 80s and uh, Congress was petitioned because vets were saying well we're getting prostate cancer and we're getting this and we're getting that because of the Agent Orange and so the CDC uh, they did a big study and one of the guys that worked there one of the doctors who was in on this study um, I knew him. I actually sold my house to he and his wife. His wife was a doctor, too. And uh, he said we could not find any difference in in uh, in age and uh, sex related matched cohorts for uh, diseases uh, caused by Agent Orange, except for the guys that were handling it, who didn't wear their hazmat suits and got, you know, got soaked in it. And then they had liver problems. But nevertheless, Congress said, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're right." And I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars were sent out for benefits to uh, veterans of that war who thought that they had been harmed by the Agent Orange. I got a neighbor, three doors down here, four doors down, and he swears that Agent Orange turned him into, you know, some kind of a, a maniac, and he's got all these diseases, and he has post-traumatic stress syndrome, and uh, he's on medication for a bunch of things. And he says, it's all Agent Orange. Well, you know, it sounds good because then you can get some free money, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't mind uh, compensating veterans for their, their efforts and their work. But I think it's like anything else. We have to put it into perspective and we have to be honest. And I'm not sure that everybody can do that.
2: Right. We have to verify. That's all.
1: Yeah, I just I'm, not, I'm I just don't think that we verify a lot of this and and that we uh, actually put the put the thought process into it. A lot of it's political and a lot of it's buying votes. You know, like this uh, this uh, free this paying off student loan debts what, twenty thousand. That's yeah. not going to fly.
2: That's no, gonna... but you know what? It might get back to. I've been reading a couple of articles. People are starting to suggest that we allow these loans to be bunk, uh, bankruptcy, uh, bankruptable again. Because right now, if you take out a student loan, you cannot file for bankruptcy to get rid of it. You're stuck nope. with it forever, no matter what your financial condition.
1: And and I I personally don't agree with the bankruptcy thing because then you'll have the bankruptcy courts just flooded with these things. And uh, because, I mean, if, if, if uh, Jimmy Jones decides that he's going to bankrupt, then why shouldn't Billy Handelman? I mean if he's going to get away with it why can't I?
2: Well there's a lot of people don't want to file for bankruptcy just because of the uh, there's 10 years you won't be able to buy a house really.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, you are
2: penalized when you file for bankruptcy.
1: Yeah, you're penalized and that goes back to the Bible and uh, you know where the 7 years comes from. I think it's 7 years. Maybe 10, but it used to be 7 years. That goes back to biblical times to the Old Testament. That's what that's what the uh The old uh, Jewish uh, laws uh, decided was a fair time period for people to to get out of bankruptcy. Tell Chase that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think you're supposed to forgive everybody's debt in seven years, something like that.
1: And and you know what? When you go to make a loan, I don't care what kind of loan it is. If you're in business, I don't care if it's uh, underwritten by the Small Business Administration or what. They always ask you. Have you bankrupted ever?
2: That's right. Doc, we got about 20 seconds left. Give the phone number and anything else you need to say.
1: I'm Dr. Bill, your radio MD. 727 384 6411. 727 384 6411. We're your full service clinic. We've got telemedicine. we got it all right there at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic for Canadians and visitors. Say bye, Doc. Bye, Doc. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your
0: radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Clinic